Good morning, <laughs> my friends. I hope all is well with you. Skip here, 9.55, February 4th, 2024. I greet you on a Sunday morning. Uh, this is, I'm, I'm chuckling because this is like take four of this podcast. Uh, you know, the, the, <laughs> the puppy, it's the puppy. Coco keeps interrupting. He keeps dragging out stuff and chewing on stuff. And <clears throat> so I greet you as I try to control our new dog. Cute dog. Uh, little uh, red poodle-ish looking dog. Cute, cute as heck. But man alive, he's a puppy. Uh, so take four. And um, I want to welcome you if you're a new listener. I want to welcome you if you're a longtime listener. Uh, in May of this year, we will celebrate three years of Finding Meaning. I'm very much looking forward to that, uh, and our audience is growing. So I thank you for listening. I thank you for sharing the podcast. Uh, so let's get to it. Let's get to our little Sunday morning meditation. I'm kind of chilling out this morning. <clears throat> I did a lot of work yesterday around the house, so I thought I would treat myself to a kind of relaxing day, a little relaxing morning anyway. And I want to include you into that. So feel free to use this as, as a part of a meditation or just to sit around and, and listen to. <coughs> Forgive my little cough, my persistent little cough. Uh, still trying to get over any number of viruses I catch at my job. So here we go. Why correct the puppy once again. We're going to talk about the three P's today. We're going to go back and revisit the three P's. And if you've listened to the podcast, uh, you know that um, I use this sort of mechanism. This, this will be about the nuts and bolts of spirituality, the practical aspects of spirituality. Now, I will tell you that I do not care for uh, the use of you know, catchy phrases or alliteration <laughs> to sell something or, or to talk about something, but... I'm going to use the three P's here, which are perception, processing, and projection. Get a drink here. So let's begin. For my entire life, up until the age of about 50, I believed that spirituality necessarily had to have a theological component. I believe that spirituality went hand-in-hand hand with what you believe about God or how you think about God. It's what I was taught. My mother was Catholic. My grandmother was Pentecostal. Uh, it, it seemed as though that they had, there was a necessity to, to include concepts of God in my spiritual journey. Now, I knew that not everyone thought that way. I studied a lot of Eastern philosophies, which resonated with me deeply. Uh, but it really wasn't until I was about 50 years old, maybe 51, where I finally understood, I finally got it, that, you know, it's okay to believe what you want to believe. It's okay to practice your religion if that's what you want to do. But at least as I see it, and certainly as we talk about finding meaning, it's not necessary that your conceptual ideas about a superior being are not necessary to your spiritual growth. <clears throat> As a matter of fact, often 
they can be a hindrance. I'm not saying that for everyone. You know, there's some big, <laughs> there's some spiritual icons out there that were religious till the day they died. You know, Thomas Merton, uh, still to this day, Richard Rohr. I mean, Mother Teresa, Dorothy Day. These people did wonderful things in a religious setting. So I'm not here to belittle that. I have no right to belittle that. What I'm saying, though, is that, at least as far as I see it, in my own personal experience, that that theological component, holding on to those beliefs about who God is or who Jesus is or, you know, any number of those things, who can take sacraments and who can't, who can be ordained and who can't, all of that is a hindrance to me in my spirituality. And so I have come to understand, even though I defended it for many years, I used to defend the fact that, oh, of course, religion is spirituality. I no longer believe that. I no longer believe that. I think spirituality is about you discovering and becoming who you authentically are. Now, you can take that into a religion. Uh, I'm not sure how it will be received. Uh, the track record for religion and bringing in authentic people with new ideas and fresh sort of understandings of reality, are, that's not good, <laughs> but that's up to you. <coughs> I choose to remain non-affiliated. Um, what spirituality is, and here comes the three Ps, as I see it, what spirituality really consists of is, first and foremost, we are perceptive beings. Uh, I'm watching the puppy chew on his bed. I'm watching the tree in my backyard sway in the wind. Uh, there's a couple lamps on in my front room. I have mysteries at the museum on mute on my TV. I'm perceiving all this, taking in all this data, right? Understanding it as I bring it in. Uh, and that's really who we are. <clears throat> Fundamentally, we are beings that are perceiving reality. We're perceiving data that we're seeing external to us. We're always doing it. When we're driving, when we're sleeping, our brain continues to perceive things as dreams. It is just a part of what it means to be human. <clears throat> and anything spiritual I talk about, it'll be... <laughs> That'll be at the core, because I believe to be human is to be spiritual. And to be human is to perceive things. We can't help that. You know, even if someone can't see, they still perceive. If someone can't hear, they still perceive. We all perceive. The question then becomes, when you bring that data in, what happens with it? And this is where the second P comes in, the processing. And it is in that processing where we must do our spiritual work. That processing is internal. And so let me give you an example. I have met people, and you probably have too, that no matter how good things can be in their life, they will always have something negative to say. 
you'll meet people who are really successful. Uh, you'll meet people who are really religious. However, whatever version of success you want to measure. And you just hear from them sort of this, eh, well, you know, this is wrong and that's wrong. <clears throat> and often we're thinking to ourselves, you know, wow, you, you look like you got it pretty good. I, I don't know why you would think that's wrong. Well, the reason people are that way is because that's the processing mechanism. You can look at um, a, a big bank account and think to yourself, wow, I have abundance or wow, that's not enough. That is an internal learned process. And that's where the work of spirituality must take place. Because we're going to perceive, I'm perceiving the apple tree. And if you were sitting next to me, you would perceive the apple tree in my backyard the same way. You might say, I don't like those kind of apples. I might say, I love those kind of apples. You might say, oh, what a lovely tree. I might say, man, that tree is a mess in the fall. <laughs> we internalize our data and we run it through filters. And those filters, my friend, are learned. They are learned. My grandmother put her filters in. My mother put her filters in. My father put his filters in. My education put its filters in. Chance, what's the matter? Our big dog's growling. I better check it out. <clears throat> so that's what we do. Right? My dog, the, the mail truck is out front. Even though it's Sunday, they deliver packages in our town. And he can hear, my dog, our older dog, can hear the mail truck. And he starts to get mad. He doesn't even have to see it. Now, if he sees the mailman, he's going to go ballistic, so be ready for that. But he's perceiving, right? Well, if a dog can perceive, then we can. So the question of spirituality is, you know, what filters do you run that through? And we're offered all sorts of filters, all ways in which to process. My mother was convinced that that at least for a while, until they disowned her because of her divorce, that that Catholic filter with all those rituals was the right filter. My grandmother was anti that, being a Pentecostal. She believed that it was just about belief, and that's enough of a filter. Um, choose your filter, right? Uh, capitalist, communist, atheist, religion, uh, agnostic, uh, right? You positive, negative. I mean, we've got all these filters. But rarely, and this is where finding meaning, I hope, helps. Rarely do we try to filter everything through love. Because it's very difficult. Because love robs us, <laughs> thank God, of the need to judge ourselves and others. Love is sincerity and kindness and generosity. And that is quite often antithetical to the filters and process by which we live as humans. So spirituality for me is about changing those internal processes, those internal filters, 
and making them be about kindness and love and generosity. And that's not a religious statement. Although, if you look at the founders of most religions, the, or at least the, the people who religions are founded on, you will see them saying something very similar. You know, Jesus will say the kingdom of God is within you. Uh, Buddha will say, you know, nirvana is attainable. But there has to be love and compassion and sympathy at the core of these things. And once we change those filters, those, those, those processing filters, to make ourselves more loving, more grateful, more generous, then what we project into the world becomes more loving, more generous. You'll hear there's kids outside playing. <coughs> Quite an active neighborhood. Um, because if we don't change those filters, then what we produce in the world is the same thing that we've been taught. Give you the most simple example. I've used it a million times. I'll use it again. Let's say that you're, you were raised a racist. You perceive the world in that racist view. You process through those filters that you were taught about being superior to others. When you project out into the world, you're going to project racism. You're going to project hatred. You're going to project selfishness and arrogance. We don't even have to go that far. Let's say you were raised to believe that for no other reason than you belong to a certain family. You're better than other people. And we've all met arrogant, narcissistic people. Well, that's because the filters they send reality through, their perception, are, are narcissistic. They're self-centered. They project into the world narcissism and self-centeredness. It, it, this is not that complicated. We muck it up a lot. Um, we mess it up a lot by trying to inject concepts about God and stuff into this. I don't think spirituality has anything to do with that. I think it has to do with changing how we see ourselves, discovering who we truly are as we change how we see ourselves, reforming, being born once again as love by how we see the world, and then projecting that into the world. And so, perception, gathering data, processing data, change those filters into love and generosity, choose kindness rather than anger, uh, choose hope rather than despair, and you will project into the world that which you, which you use to process. <coughs> <coughs> Um, I see it every day. I see some people who are positive, some people who are negative, some people who are frustrated, some people... I mean, we all do this. We all process through various ways in which we are taught. Nothing is done in a vacuum, my friends. We are all processing how we were taught to process. And so for me, and I'm going to end here, the three P's, PPP, are perception, processing, and projection. It is that processing where we must reintroduce 
who we truly are to ourselves. And who we truly are is generosity, love, kindness, forgiveness. Think about how good you feel when you forgive someone or someone forgives you. Think about how good you feel when you do some simple act of kindness. Think about how good you feel when you do something positive in the world. It's that simple, my friends. This is not about some highly structured religious idea. This isn't about someone being a priest or a bishop or a pastor or, or the, taking the right sacraments. This is about how we see ourselves, how we know ourselves, and then how we live in the world. There you have it, my friends. Have a great Sunday, and I will talk to you tomorrow morning probably. Bye-bye.